Well, hello there, family. I didn't see you there. Family, I just want to bring you a quick announcement. Unfortunately, this will not be a new episode of The Crenshaw Corner. Um, as of right now, both my wife and I are ill. Um, nothing too serious. Um, both of our grandsons were sick. And so, therefore, with sick children, that means you have sick grandparents. And so, right now, um, both my wife and I are kind of under the weather. And what we always want to do is bring you our best. So we don't want to just do an episode just to put out an episode and it's not our best. Um, so what we decided to do was re-released one of our most favorite episodes. Um, it was an episode from earlier this year. Um, we sat down and had a conversation with two of our favorite people. Um, it's a couple, Daniel and Stephanie Oliveira. Um, the title of this particular episode is called Context, where they bring it all into context for you when it comes to faith, when it comes to marriage, when it comes to love, just bringing everything into a wonderful context. So, family, we hope you enjoy and just know that a new episode will be released next week and with the Crenshaws will be back at you better than ever. And just family, we hope you enjoy once again. And as always, family, welcome to our journey. Previously on the Crenshaw Corner. Nope, we had five. No, we had five? it's five and a bonus. Okay. The other one is trying to do everything. This is, he, he, listen to me. Oh, you're talking about you. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, now we talk, We talked yeah. about me before, so now we're talking about yeah. you? Well, you know, I didn't put my name next to it, but you know, it's okay you, if that's what you want You should have, though. <laughs> you should have put your name directly trying next to, to it. Trying to do everything instead of getting, instead of, instead of? Instead of? What is a, instead of? It's a word. It's in the dictionary now. <laughs> trying to do everything instead of getting people who can help you do what you need to be done because you cannot. And we've talked, I've talked about this on Moo Moments as far as yes. cleaning and things. If, if you need help with something, get it. You can't be everything to everybody, but also you can't do everything. And that is one of the most draining Well, hello there, family. What's up? I didn't see you there. What's going on, family? And welcome back to another edition of the Crenshaw Corner. I am your host, Sanchez Crenshaw, and as always, I am joined by the absolute best part of my day. That's me, y'all. What's up? What's up? The apple of my eye. I am. The wind beneath my wings. He floats, y'all. Float or fly? Today, you floating or you flying? It depends on how you gonna act. Whether I'm floating or flying, we'll see how you flying act. for today. Flying. Am I flying today? He flying. He flying, y'all. He flying. He flying. The rib that completes me. Totally completed. The DD McCall to my Rick Hunter. We're not gonna who? DD McCall, actually Detective DD McCall, Detective Rick Hunter. Uh huh. What do you mean? Uh huh. Are they a couple? No. Actually, here's the thing. They were actually not technically a couple. They were partners. Hence the name Detective D.D. McCall, Detective Rick Hunter. They were cops. I detect that I don't know what that is. How do you not know that, dog? Baby, first of all, don't do that. One of the most powerful it's not, detective let me tell you what duos I was, let me tell you what I was in the 80s. Uh, oh, Lord Jesus. Okay, first of all, this is so wrong, but I'm not going to tell you what I was really thinking. What were you really thinking? Starsky and Hutch, but let it go. I okay. didn't say Starsky no, no, and no. or Hutch. I was, thinking, I was going into that area. That's how my mind works. I go there and then I go someplace else. To but that's like answer. a decade too early, though. Okay, I did say the 80s, <sighs> not the 70s. You know, that's two different decades. 80s. I know you've seen them both. 80s, don't But it's like two different decades. Mm, I love the Lord. 80s, 80s. 80s. I don't know, baby. It's actually in the name. Detective Rick Hunter 
Hunter, man. How do you not know that? Do you, is you looking at me? I'm so dead serious. How do you not no, know I'm that? No, I'm so serious. I, I really don't think Did he, he wear a trench coat? Did I say Colombo? No, I'm not thinking of Colombo, but when you say Hunter now, I'm thinking I, it was tall guy. He was tall. Brown hair. Actually, he was gray hair. Didi had the, she the brown hair. See, I don't, know these, I don't know these people, baby. You need to expand your horizon. My horizon is expanding. You've been sheltered. No, I don't want to watch that. Why wouldn't It was one of the greatest cop shows of the age. Obviously, though. it wasn't. You didn't watch TV. I'm sorry. If I would have said Hee Haw <laughs> or Merv Griffin. Right, because my grandparents watched it. If I would have said Tiny, Tiny Little, Little Bubbles, Bubbles <laughs> you would have known what I was talking about. Because that was my grandpa and the Long Ranger. The Long Ranger. Where my grandparents watched the Long Ranger. With Tonto? Was in black and white. You remember. Come on, your the grandparents long... did watch that. Actually, they did not. Really? I grew up with Gunsmoke. They watched Gunsmoke too. I grew up with Gunsmoke. Mm-hmm. Gunsmoke and Rawhide. No, I didn't watch. I don't even I know. know Ra- I don't know what Rawhide Come on. is. Rowdy Yates? No. Clint Eastwood, dog? No. Come on, Cookie? Nope. Can I ask you a question, though? Yeah. Is you going to tell the family your name? Well, we I'm just di- curious. We were discussing what we were discussing. But no, for real. Like, don't be rude because. That grounded me with my grandparents. I'm saying tiny little bubbles. Tiny little bubbles. Murray Lawrence Griffin, Welk. Lawrence Welk. And a Carol Burnett show. Don't be disrespectful of Carol Burnett, though. Why? I used to love Carol Burnett. Oh, I thought you were trying to say something. No, I love Carol Burnett. Okay. What's going on, family? What is going on, guys? I am Angela Crenshaw. Guys, what is going on? That is my wife, family. Family, that is my wife. I am. Family, welcome. Ooh. We're actually only 45 minutes into the opening. We're not. And we can actually start the show. No, go ahead, do what you do. No, thank you, family. Family, thank you for listening. Yeah. However, you're listening, whether it's on iTunes, whether it's Podbean, whether it's Spotify, whether it's Apple. Nope, I already said iTunes. <laughs> or it's um, Amazon Music. Or <laughs> whether it's iHeartRadio, uh-huh, bro. iHeartRadio. Uh-huh. Whether it's Google Podcasts. Do I need to do that? Nah, you good. You good? Go on ahead. our own personal website at www.thecrenshawcorner.com. Yeah. We thank you so much for listening. We do. For our returning family members. What's up, returners? You What's already know up? how we feel about we you. We love you guys. We do. We do. Now, please don't misunderstand. Yeah. Although there's a very special place in our heart for our returning family members. Yes. Our new family, we love you as we well. We love you guys, and we thank you so much. We and thank you, be, you for listening. You might be like, yo, what can I do to be a returner? Listen to the next episode. That's all you got to do. Listen to the next episode. And guess what? You're a returner. And if you do what? No, go ahead. Go ahead. What you no, saying? No, you're just pointing, bro. No, go ahead. What you no, saying? I don't want to do it now. No, go ahead. What you saying? No. no. I just wanted to say something to the go family. Say, 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 I want to give you a fun fact. We have family. Of course, we have family in the states, right? Which is do. a beautiful thing. Yes, we do. We actually have family in all fifty states. Okay, we do. Which is a beautiful thing. Come on, fifty. We have family also mm-hmm. in Japan. Yes. We have family actually in Mexico. Yes. We have family in Taiwan. Yes. We have family in France. Yes. We have family in Spain. Yes. We have family in the UK. Yes. We got family all over the all world. All over the world. Now, when you was doing it, I felt bad because I felt like I should know at least how to say hello. I'm gonna learn that. I got one for you, Kenichiwa. That's, that's the best that's I can do for Japan. you. That's um actually it's Japanese. Japan is not a language. <laughs> I just wanted to kind of. I said it so was, far family I, in no, Japan. I, I apologize was the for people, the dishonor that no, my family just put upon you. I was talking about the language. I was talking about the people where they were they were in Japan. They're Japanese. But baby, Japan is not a people and or language. But I'm just saying, where Japan they live is a place. But I'm talking about where they live, because you was naming where people live. So right. I was, you see what I'm saying? I was because I because just if, forget it. Here's the thing, though. Forget it, here's though. The thing. Nah, bro. Words mean a lot. If you look at the context of what I said, I said we have family in right. these particular places. Right. And so, now you want to say Japan a language? I did see, not. Now I you started an international incident. I didn't. Family, you, we you saw. You were not listening. Family, we love you guys. We sorry. Family, what's up? Welcome to the cookout. Welcome to the cookout. 
Please make sure you bring some aluminum foil so you can what? Take some with you. So you can take something with I you. Aha moment, a cr- a gem, or just take something. Anything, perspective, it's take anything. Something. Just anything. Because you don't, I'm discombobulated now by this whole Japan thing. That's my fault? Thing. Yes. How's that my fault? I, I know. And see, this is the part that's crazy for me. I barely made it out of high school. Matter of fact, they asked me not to come back to high school. Mm-hmm. You got 13 degrees. I don't have 13 degrees, baby. In 13 different disciplines. I don't. You are 19 credits away from a master's. I'm not. And, and you I don't care. are saying that Japan is a language. I did not. I... You through? Better be glad we got family here because you know what? <laughs> Speaking of family, we consider ourselves an interactive podcast family. Yes, we are. We can be found on the socials. We're on Instagram. We're, we we're on Facebook. We bookers. All under Crenshaw Corner. Mm-hmm. And of course, you can email us at any time mm-hmm. at thecrenshawcornergmail.com. Yes. Once again, thecrenshawcornergmail.com. We gave up on Twitter. If you notice, I don't even mention Twitter no more. <laughs> we gave up. I just gave up on it. We gave up we, on Twitter. Because I'm going to be honest to you, family. I don't tweet and or read Twitter. Because I felt. We love the Twitter. First family who do tweet and it's on Twitter. We love you. Well, here's the thing, family. I felt compelled when we first started this journey. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's, they, they're all on the socials. They, they tweeting in 140 yeah. characters and they doing all these. Yeah. And people starting, you know, people starting relationships and divorces over Twitter. Yeah. And they doing all kind of stuff. Yeah. And I felt compelled to tweet. But then I realized we I wasn't tweeting. We're not going to tweet. I wasn't tweeting and or Twittering. No. So, so we don't mention that anymore. Oh, yeah, we let that go. Yeah. Um, rest in peace, Twitter. Yeah, Rest love, in peace to the Crenshaw Corner Twitter page. Yeah, we love you guys though. Now watch what happens. Somebody go here and put something up there just to see if we go go look. Probably at so. It. We love you guys though. Well, family, here's the thing. Yeah, tell us. Um, if you notice, I kind of rushed through um, the introduction you, you, you just a little that, bit. I kind of you thought that was rushing. I, I I tried to rush through. I tried to do it um, <laughs> fast. Uh-huh. My wife always trying to slow down the process no, of what I'm, I'm trying just to was do. Trying to figure out what you were discussing. Well, I mean that's that's a conversation for another day. Yeah, go ahead. Family, I'm excited. We are family, excited. Family, I am so excited. And Ooh. here's why I'm excited, family, because if you were with us coming into the new year, you know we promised you some very special guests sprinkled mm-hmm. in throughout the year. And we have before us today yes. two of the most amazing people yes. that we know. Yes, yes, now, yes, yes. Now, one of the voices is going to be familiar to the family. Here we go. Um, he's done... I want to say probably about 13, 14 episodes of the Crenshaw Corner. Um, he's the one. He's very profound every time he's on the show. Um, our viewership spikes 300% every time his voice is heard on the microphone. We get emails and letters and faxes. Who is, who's that guy? That's, what, that's, that's the song that plays, too. That's the song that plays. But family, what we've done is that um, now this beautiful man, has a beautiful better half yes and so what we've done is that we brought the better half along yes. the ride as well couldn't, couldn't keep her away could not keep her away so what we're gonna to do see family, what, what he really why he the way he is oh yeah <laughs> see what he really working oh, with yeah. for the people so family i'm gonna start with the the missus of the group if you could please introduce yourself to the family hi honey oh my gosh you guys <laughs> i don't know how i just sat through that without cracking up that is amazing <laughs> Um, my name is Stephanie Alvira. Yes. I am so excited to be here. Let me just start yes. by saying that. And if I have to hear one more time that Daniel has been on this podcast 1,600 times, <laughs> I'm going to lose my mind. Without you. Without me. Without you. Um, I had to like just invite myself to the barbecue because <laughs> it was taking a long time to get my invite. Yes. But I am very excited to be here. 
with the family. Yes. And uh, yeah. So that's yes. me. Yes. And we're so excited to have you. No, seriously. Thank you. Thank you, thank you guys. Thank you. Because actually, for the new year, you're our first guest. Yeah. <gasps> Stop. Kicking yeah. off 2022. We wanted okay. to be you guys. We wanted okay. to be you guys. So, yes. Oh my gosh. We waited for you guys. We waited. Here we go. Yes. I'm excited. Mame. What's up? What's up? <laughs> this dude. Yeah, I, thought, I thought you were going to introduce me first, and I actually wasn't going to let you if you were going that route. <laughs> I was going to stop you and let everybody know, hey. You know, she's new. Yes, sir. So for, first, you know, first time here. Well, here's the thing, though. I actually, mm. I didn't want um, a homicide during the actual recording of this episode. Yeah, that's great. So I figured, let me start it's a, yeah. with the missus. You know, so, she, you hey, know she don't again, play. She I just want to let you know, in case you didn't, I was, I was gonna... Much appreciated. <laughs> Not that everybody's afraid of me. <laughs> So, you're not, so you being so many times You're not even gonna say nothing You're not gonna do no, yourself No I'm you're going not gonna... to 100% I'm Danny Alvira I'm glad to be here This is family right here Yes sir I'm getting I'm getting more and more comfortable I'm in my pajamas right now <laughs> Just lay back I'm Just kidding Lay back Not in my cut. pajamas We love but it So happy to be here And, and with my better half yes. Definitely yeah. my better half You introduced her correctly Thank you yeah. Yeah. We love it We um Family you know What the Crenshaws is about mm-hmm. We're about family yeah. We're about marriages. Mm-hmm. That's one of the the foundational principles of what we do. Mm-hmm. So anytime we have the opportunity to sit down and talk to yeah. a married couple, a who's doing life, who's doing marriage effectively, yeah. who is is doing the daggone thing, yeah. we always want to take that opportunity to have a conversation with them. Yeah. And so, I'm sorry, go ahead, man. I was like, definitely, because we want to be like, how? Yeah. <laughs> how y'all doing? We want to know how. What's, what's the secret? Because I think that sometimes... We always go back to the fact of matter that so many people think that marriage is just a piece of paper. Right. They don't take it as serious. They don't think it's a serious thing. And I think a lot of times people who are not married be like, I can't wait to get married, not knowing that this is some work. Mm. This is some this is this is not no nine to five no no no. This is like yeah. twenty four hours, seven days a week. Seven yeah. days a week effort and intentions to do this thing so it is so important that when we talk to couples we like we want the, the family to know who's married and who is married that this is this is working and not by themselves you know right. what i'm saying yeah. yeah so i'm super excited to talk to you guys seriously so let's get the softball questions out the way mm-hmm. okay. so, so really soft Boom. yeah just throwing really just underhand soft. underhand soft pitch here soft pitch yeah just a couple of lobs so how long have you guys been together how did you guys meet yeah do you want to do it or me? Go ahead. Girl. Okay. I, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll tweet the story. I'll tweet the story. <laughs> okay, so he does say that I, I tend to tell stories incorrectly, which I don't know how I can because they're literally my life. But, right. Um, we have been together. <laughs> <laughs> what? Listen, we all live life through one perspective. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's what it happy. is. It's how I, how I experience it. How you it. experience Absolutely. it, honey. Sometimes it's different than how he experiences yeah. it, but it's fine. So we have... <laughs> been together this year makes 10 years this wow. is like this is a decade yeah oh that's amazing we made it now. which Come i'm very on now. excited about Come on. yeah so we have been together for 10 years and we have also this year and then we have also been married for 10 years wow. this year um before we even like started dating or like became boyfriend and girlfriend anything like that daniel was very like specific about like dating and he said I remember when he told me he was like, "I won't make somebody my girlfriend unless I know she's going to be my wife." Oh wow! Okay. Wow! And you know what I said? 
that's so stupid. Like, I don't even understand. <laughs> Look at you. Look at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, Look at you right now. Sense. I'm so if she only knew. Quick question for you. Quick question for you. Because yes. they're making this. What's your last name again? Alvira. The, okay. Okay. I know. <laughs> I know. Look like, to me, it just didn't make sense. I was like, how are you going to know if if like if this is gonna be your wife if you don't even date the girl like right. it was just weird to me right anyway so we started dating we became boyfriend and girlfriend we got engaged a month later because mm. he already knew he already knew right. so and then we got married six months later so wow. all in the same year boyfriend and girlfriend fiance's husband and wife oh wow now did, did she get it right did she, it, it, do some version good? of the story correct yeah that's you need good. to tweak anything that's thank good. you no, no thank you, you want to add something to that yeah yeah uh, we started dating on her birthday. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you were her birthday present? Come on, birthday present! My boy, look at you! Look at you! <laughs> you know, I can't. Yes. Yeah, I we can't. started dating on her birthday, mm-hmm. and then I had planned. I wish I had this video, but I don't know where it is. Mm-hmm. I had, engagement I, video? I had, yeah, I had always, uh-huh. I had always, uh, well, I had, I had dreams of how I was going to propose. Right. I'll tell you all right now. This is how I was supposed to propose until okay. my wife told oh, me goodness. not to do that. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was gonna we were gonna and and none of this existed and if it did I was gonna find it. But uh-huh. it was a restaurant with a dance floor and a uh-huh. balcony. Uh-huh. Okay. And me and my wife or me and my girlfriend, we uh-huh. were gonna be uh sitting having dinner mm-hmm. and then a specific song was gonna come on that I was like, Hey, we're let's get up and dance. Right. And we're gonna be the only ones dancing. Uh-huh. And I was gonna propose to her and then we were gonna look up to the balcony and all our family was gonna be there. Oh, Daniel. But she didn't want none of that. Okay. No, <laughs> she, she I didn't want that. <laughs> I wanted it like very you know, she private. Been, she was married before, so you know she didn't want all that again. You know I was what I'm like, saying? been That's there, cool. done that. <laughs> no, but I just, I don't know, for some reason, like I just felt like very, um, like protective over, like I don't know, kind of like what we had, and I was like, yeah. I don't really want like everyone involved, mm-hmm. and I want this yeah. to be like an us moment. Right. So yeah. I was trying to. I feel so bad now that you say that because I do remember being like, oh, I don't want any of that. Like, my, this is my <laughs> dreams. No. It was just your dreams and evolution. Shattered. 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 You know, no, yeah. So, that's so, crazy. Um, and we met, well, our families have known each other for like 30 plus years. That's right. A, that's so, a, I was, I was going to say because like I think I think a theme in this conversation is just going to be context and experience. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Because someone hears, you know, five minutes ago someone heard that we started dating, got engaged uh, uh, a month exactly. later, and then married each other six months uh-huh. later and had yeah. a wedding. Right. You know? And and they might be like, oh my gosh, that, that might be the formula. There, <laughs> it is definitely there, not here, the here, formula. Here's not what today's conversation is going to be. There's not going to be a formula. Right. It's, no. it's all individual experience. Yes, what you're hearing is our experience. I yes. think. I think there's probably principles to take from our experience. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah. This ain't, this ain't a, a formula for yeah. sure. Yeah. So our families knew each other for like 30 plus years. Right. Um, he actually, we lived in Florida mm-hmm. and then they came down every year to visit Aww. and he came to our house when he was maybe like two years old or something mm-hmm. like that. Are you but, serious right yeah. now? Yeah. And yeah. then well, when even, I was, even, be, even before that, our parents went to the same church. Yeah. They this were in like crazy. youth group they, they together. Church, right. Yeah. Together. So it was really interesting. And then, um, um, you know, obviously he stayed in New York. We right. lived in Florida. So we I, didn't like I stayed growing up in that same church. Right. right. Yeah. We didn't we didn't like grow up together, but mm-hmm. we saw each other periodically throughout mm-hmm. the years and um my godbrother who I'm very close with is actually his stepbrother. Right. But he, they lived in Florida as well. So right. it was just kind of like that common always like that common denominator. Um and then 
he moved to Florida to help uh, start a church. Right. And it was kind of within like the same city. And it was funny because I was dating somebody at the time. Uh-huh. And my sister-in-law, now my sister-in-law, who was my best friend at the time, uh-huh. I hear her talking about him to another friend of ours. She's like, oh my gosh, my, my brother-in-law's so great. He's so handsome. He's so talented and this. And she's going on and on and on. And I literally, without even thinking, and my ex-boyfriend was right there, and I'm like, dang, how come you're not trying to hook me up with him? What? Oh, Wait, what? With your, with your boyfriend yes. sitting there? It was just like a like a <laughs> lapse of, like, <laughs> moment. That's yeah. a judgment. And I was just like, first of all, I was like, oh, crap, did I really just say that out loud? And then I was just, she was like, oh, no, girl, like, because I was already, you know, I was already divorced at this point. Right. She's right. like, no, like, you're too much for him. He's trying Ooh. to save himself for marriage. <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, he's so innocent. Like, no, 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 no. And I was like, dang. Okay, like, who whatever. Who do you think I am then at that Tell me what you really I mean, think I about me. Right. I was well enough after I got divorced <laughs> a little bit. Um, and so, so then he invited me to his church because I was, I honestly was praying. And I was like, God, I feel like there's a transition coming in my mm-hmm. life. And I'm like, how am I? How do I do this? How do right. I look for a church? I grew up in church. This was my dad's church, 25 years. Right. And I'm just like, how do I start looking for a church? Like, what do you, what do people do to find right. a church? Like, what do you really do? Yeah. Right. And so um, we commented on something similar, I think it was, on a single post. And then I was like, oh, let me see. He's like doing this church thing here. A lot of young people. Yeah. Um, and then we just started talking. And I, um, I was telling him, he was like, oh, yo, you should come to my church. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I mean, I'm on discipline right now, which meant that I couldn't partake in anything at church. So I was like, all right. And he's like, why are you on discipline? I'm like, oh, well, I got a tattoo. And he's like, oh, yeah, you can have tattoos at my church. Like, that's fine. Right. I was like, oh, my God, God, this is <laughs> this, this is, is how you find this churches. Is it? This is it? <laughs> and so I went, visited his church and ended up staying there. Felt like God was calling me to that place. And right. Um, was in that church with him for but five let me years. Ask, let me ask you a question because mm-hmm. this is so weird. So this entire time that y'all kept sprinkling in each other, never thought of each other, never, like, no. never. Well, no. Anything? Um, I mean, how how much older are you than me? Three years older. So mm-hmm. she's so like my my family was always like the Alvera boys, mm-hmm. and you know they were the colognes, and mm-hmm. I mean we knew of each other yeah. but i mean it was it was maybe once a year once every two years that we you know, i always saw, saw him as like a like a little kid like i never i never saw him as like an adult or right. like somebody i would be interested in. i had a boyfriend very young got right. married very young so there wasn't a lot of time in between like me being a kid and mm-hmm. then getting married right, obviously right. so i um uh, never really ever looked at him like that That's uh, until crazy. when though until when though when does so that I saw up? the man of God that you were. Hey, hey, beautiful. And see, this is why I love you, sir, because that's such a beautiful segue into my question. Because I, from hearing this, so you pretty mm-hmm. much went in knowing that the next person I'm really going to be with is going to be my wife. Wow. So you kind of, you went in knowing that. But my question for you, Miss Stephanie, when did it click for you? So at what point did you realize, yeah, I can marry this man? Um. I think shortly after I started going to the church, because then at that point it wasn't like I wasn't seeing Daniel, um, Maria's son, right. or Daniel, Joey's brother. I right. was seeing Daniel, and right. I and I I don't know. I no, think hold on, it, hold on, Daniel what? Daniel Alvera. No, you said Daniel Maria's son, Daniel Joey's brother. Uh-huh. Then you saw Daniel what? 
man of God, handsome man. You know what? <laughs> anyway, okay. Talented man. Talented man. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Daniel. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so I just, just saw him out. in a different light. <laughs> he just felt left out. So, yeah. Daniel, the handsome uh, worship Greatest, leader. Yeah. You don't have to church. say all that. Thanks. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, I think it was just a, a different when you see something with a different set of eyes and right. you see somebody in a different place, yeah. um, I think that was, I don't know. I don't know if there was like an exact moment, but it was pretty quick. It was pretty quick, to be honest with you. It de- so question for you, Daniel. How, when did you come to that realization that that's that for your life, what's meant for you, this is the only way you're going to go? Because some people, that's that's deep, like, Mm-hmm. You know, you can't be nothing to me unless I'm going to marry you. Yeah. Like, how, how did you, at such a young age, how did you know that? Like, what happened to make you know that that's how you were going to live and that's what you were going to do, though? Yeah. I never understood it, <sighs> but a, now it's I powerful. Do. Yeah. Like, wow. It's a, it's a great question. Um, so I, I think I decided really early on in life that I was not going to have sex before marriage. Mm-hmm. Okay. And a lot of other things happened that wasn't sex, but... Yeah. <laughs> but that particular thing right I there. I mean, it was yeah. holding on by a thread. She, she used to call me a... <laughs> right. I need to figure out what I can and cannot say here. You can say so whatever, whatever you, you want, want to say, family. She called me a smurgeon. Uh-huh. A smurgeon? A, a smutty sm- virgin. No, no, it's a semi-virgin. Oh, oh a semi-virgin. Semi-virgin, yeah. oh, okay. Well, I, always I like your definition better. Yours, so that was cute. That was great. Um, <laughs> I like that. So, I mean, I, I don't... There's no perfection here, 100%. Right. But... I think, I, well, there was another another like, caveat to that as well was I, for whatever reason, I always knew I was going to marry someone who had a child already. God. Okay. Not for whatever reason. God. God. Yes, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, if there was even a running joke in the church that I was a part of in Florida right. uh-huh. that a baby mama would walk through the door. and No, a single like, mom. Oh, oh, single mom. And then they'd be like, oh, that's baby mama number one. <laughs> you know or what? that's I'm baby done. mama number two. <laughs> Just because the people around me knew that as well. Right. right. Um, so there was a running joke to that point. So I don't... I think I think that and the and just the decision of not have, not wanting to have sex mm-hmm. um, before I got married, right. those, those two things together, it really nef- left no room to like play games. Yeah, you no, know, really wow. left no room. You know, if 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 I'm talking to somebody, and those two and those two things come out of my mouth, right. mm-hmm. even not the the you know the baby mama one, mm-hmm. but just the fact that I'm not having sex until marriage to a lot right. of people. Especially nowadays, that's like that was a turn off. Yeah, it's like how? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. How and why? Even, yeah, why? <laughs> right? Yeah, here's, right. Here's what I love about that. Mm-hmm. I love it. The fact that it's coming from a man. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's what I mean by that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we all know, everyone tells their daughter, mm-hmm. "Don't yep. save yourself. Yeah. Wait to marriage. Don't be that broad." That's mm-hmm. what I always tell my daughter. Don't I would be say, that broad. not everybody, baby. That's you. Well, okay. this is me. <laughs> just want to put that the out there. The principle, yeah, the principle, the principle behind it. Don't be that broad. Okay. But is if we're honest, it's very rare. Yeah. That fathers have that conversation with their, their sons, sons. Mm-hmm. Yes. or uncles, or cousins have yeah. that conversation, or even mothers have that conversation with their sons. Mm-hmm. So for a man to sit here and say. I made a conscious choice that I mean more to me Mm -hmm. than anything else. So I'm going to save myself because it's a gift. It's a precious gift. I'm going to save myself Mm -hmm. for marriage is a beautiful thing. And I'm glad that you said that because there was, there's somebody that needs to hear that to to understand that it's okay, Mm -hmm. that it's okay that no matter what society says, no matter what your friends may say, no matter what you see on TV, 
no matter what you may think, for a man, it mm-hmm. is okay not to be sexually active yeah. until yeah. you're in a marriage or such until you're in a marriage situation. So I'm so happy you said that. Yeah. I was I was for you, Stephanie, too, I was thinking about that. Something that you said earlier was like I wasn't attracted to who he was attached to. I was attracted to the God that he was attached to. Mm-hmm. Right? And yeah. that's that right there is like powerful. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because a lot of times you're attracted to family members and what they're wearing, all that, but for you, for you to, to like kind of like have shed all of that off of him and be like, I am attracted to the man of God that he is. Mm-hmm. Did you know that right away? Like, how did that? Um, I feel like he challenged me in those mm. situations. So, for me, coming out of a marriage, coming out of, you know, two years of singleness in between um, divorce and, and being single. Right. Um, he challenged me with thoughts like that with, you know, I, I am who I am. I'm strong in my faith. Right. I'm not going to give in. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, you know, keep my, my values and my morals. And I think for me, I like, it was so weird. It was so weird. Cause you don't hear that a lot. Yeah. You don't hear right. guys saying mm-hmm. like, no, I'm going to save myself. Yeah. And you know, there was, there was times where I was like, come on, dude, like <laughs> really trying to like, you know, really trying to do that. And he, he like stuck his ground, which I think for me was like impressive in a sense mm. where I was just like, man, like that challenges me to want to be a better Christian and yeah. for me to have, a, you know, like a deeper relationship with God. Cause all of those things, <clears throat> excuse me, showed me where he was with his relationship yeah. with God. Mm-hmm. So if you can be strong enough to say as a 20 year old man, right. like, I'm not going to do these things. I'm not going to take these steps. Mm -hmm. Um, That for me was like a lot. So, yeah. And I think, you know, and he's very gifted and talented and everything that he does, which is crazy because he'll just try anything. He's so great at it. (laughs) And be successful at it. And be successful. It's annoying, but it's amazing. (laughs) Um, So to see him, to see him thrive in his gifts and things like that, like I, you know, people always joke and they're like, you know, anointing is is attractive, and I right. honestly think like even so now now I gotta protect my man. Right, I know I know how attractive his anointing is, and now I have to cut people if they be you know attracted to the anointing mm-hmm. too. So, um, I see what we're going with. It. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Honestly, I think it was just like who he was, yeah. how he carried himself, and I don't know. I liked it. Okay, here's the thing. So that ends <laughs> the softball portion mm-hmm. of the show. That was a deep because now I got some because right I got some real questions. Jeez, that hey. wasn't real. That mm-hmm. was deep. That no, was it was, real. but I got some. But here's, got real answers. Yeah, but here's what I want to know <laughs> because, and I'm glad you mentioned, and you mentioned it multiple times mm-hmm. that this was not your first marriage, mm-hmm. but Daniel, this was your first marriage. Mm-hmm. So we go from you being a, a smurgeon, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> y'all killing me, to right being now. in a situation where. You you were married. You live life. You know you've had a child. Mm-hmm. Initially in your marriage, how did that work? So mm-hmm. how did that? What was that like for you going into a situation where you have never been there before? And if I'm if I'm to be so bold, Stephanie, you going mm-hmm. into a situation where you had been there before, mm-hmm. but obviously for whatever reasons it didn't work out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what was that like for you guys? See, I I feel like. Even even you saying that, there's some part of it that isn't true. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because she might have been married, but she wasn't married to me. That, mm. Say you know, you know what I mean? Were you about to slap him five across the <laughs> I was. I was. I had to catch myself. I was. Maybe that was going to be loud, I was. I had to catch myself. I almost threw something at the man that was so profound. That was so good. That and, was good. And I, like going mm-hmm. into our relationship, I, there was not mm. once 
ever I could say where I compared myself to her previous husband or mm-hmm. or even or even how the conversation like how is this when you were you know we married before just because like why bring that into this right. yeah. why bring yeah. that into this relationship and mm-hmm. in, into this marriage Daniel you yeah. over here you over here teaching right I, family is y'all li- y'all better be y'all taking better, notes now I under- get a pen and a piece of paper y'all yeah. be playing y'all better get a pen and a piece of paper now I understand why he's been on here five times <laughs> oh my god he's good he's no. good oh he's amazing no. he's good he about to be co-host I no. get but it you know what I, I get, get it now. Oh, wait. I, just, I just happened to hear that. Wait, wait. He just, he just threw that in there, like now real he can, subtle. He can be co-host on the men's subjects. Y'all, y'all knock yourselves out. I'm just saying. Whatever. No, that that's a teach. That's a teach mm-hmm. right there. That that'll teach. And I'm serious because yeah. I think a lot of times we do go in. I hit the microphone. And that's babe, why he's about to be go. co-host. <laughs> a lot of times we do go in. What without even knowing that we comparing until mm-hmm. we ask the questions, right? Mm-hmm. So you go in thinking I'm good, and then y'all get longer. Like, okay, so how was he? Did he? And of course, and we also talking about there was a child involved, right? Yeah. So you go in comparing a lot of times, and it's not even that you mean. It's not even your intentions, mm-hmm. but you do. So for you to know to go in, I'm not even gonna entertain the thought. Yeah. She married me. This is where we are. That's that's a, a huge teach right there for people mm-hmm. because what it does is it cuts down all the disagreements. It cuts down the 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 low self esteem that you find out that that came out of nowhere, mm-hmm. right? It cuts out the comparison. It cuts it all out and saying, you know what? She said I do. What he said I do to me. Yeah. So we're gonna go from right here. So that's a teach. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good teach. Honestly, that's the first time I hear him say that. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that that was kind of like the perspective. Too, that too busy living it. Yeah, like, I I didn't know that that's kind of like the mindset he was in. So right. that's very helpful to know now. Yeah, <laughs> ten years later. What was it like for you? Um, for me, it wasn't so much. It wasn't so much comparison of people. Right. So it wasn't like him versus my ex, and kind of mm-hmm. like it wasn't that. What I struggled with the most was, um, the fact of like of dang how do i put this i want to i want to say it correctly um mine was like being all in so after my i left my parents house i got married super young Mm -hmm. i feel like our our the end of our marriage came very suddenly for Mm -hmm. me so for me it was like okay i'm leaving i'm going to my mom's house you stay here with your parents. We were in the process of purchasing a home. Mm-hmm. So we were living with my parents while our contract and all that stuff was mm-hmm. getting started. Um, so so that kind of ended like very abruptly for me. Mm-hmm. And I grew up in a home where, God bless my dad, I'm so glad he was this way in retrospect. Mm-hmm. Um, he always had a saying, when you get married, it's in Spanish, but I'm going to translate it. When you get married, you get married to your house. Mm-hmm. So okay. you can't come back. Right. You want to get married... You can say as long as you want. Mm-hmm. You want to get married, you got to go. You say can't come. say it in Spanish. Que se casen pa su casa. So ah, <laughs> those who get married, like get it. married for their for their house. Right. Mm. So he allowed... That'll, that'll teach too. Y'all just out here today. Yeah, that's, that's really a, good. That is to good. be honest. So I was in this place of, of like, okay, now I have to stay here with my parents. And I said that to my dad. I'm like, oh my gosh, like he's going to move to his mom's house. I got to stay here. And my dad was like... Mm, no you ain't staying here and I was like my husband literally just left me (laughs) and my dad was like I get it but you knew going in 
this mm. is this was the rule. Right. So he was like, I'll do whatever I have to do to help you financially get an apartment, but you can't stay here. Mm. Thank God I never had to do that. I got roommates. I moved in with my sisters. Mm -hmm. Like we made it we made it work. But for me, I went into like survival mode. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, I yeah. had to like, okay, I'm on my own. Mm -hmm. I had to put my big girl panties on and be like, okay, it's me and my kid. Yeah. We gotta figure this out. So now two years down the line, mama's grinding. She got mm -hmm. her job, she got money, she got a place, she has all this stuff mm -hmm. and I felt accomplished. Yeah. I got my own car, I didn't have to depend on anybody. So going into a marriage, I'm going in now like, uh, 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 mm -hmm. like, <laughs> like we're in this, but if you decide to leave, I'm good. Mm -hmm. Like I know already what okay. to do, right. what I have to do, mm -hmm. you know, and I never wanted to fully again feel like I put my trust in mm. a man that I was with because right. again I, I kind of got caught off guard the first time right I was like nah fool me once shame <laughs> on me fool me twice that's on me you right. know or shame on you fool me twice that's on me so I never wanted to in the beginning just like fully surrender into mm. this is this is where I'm going to be yeah. right. this is forever right. I was always with the mindset of like this is for now but again if should you feel you have to leave bye like i'm good yeah. you know so i always yeah. kind of reserved a little bit mm -hmm. um so for me it wasn't so much like comparing two people mm -hmm. it was like surrendering to like yeah this is this is my life this right. is who i want to be with this is forever i'm gonna fight for this um so that was my struggle in yeah. the beginning of coming together it's one of those things when me and sage got together like once a month i would tell him to run yeah. Mm -hmm. Seriously, because yeah. literally, I'll be like, "Run!" Excuse me. We're similar situations where yeah. it, this was Ange's first marriage, mm -hmm. but it was my second marriage. Mm -hmm. You know, unfortunately, I'm the best. Hello, America. Yeah. Hello. Hey, kind of like you, Stephanie. I made a mistake when I. Well, I'm, I'm not going to speak for you, but for myself, I made a mistake at a young age, and mm -hmm. I got married way too young for sure mm -hmm. to someone I should never have married, mm -hmm. and I I like the idea and the concept of marriage, yeah. and so but it didn't work mm -hmm. and so now i find myself at a very young age now getting married again mm -hmm. and it was like kind of like he was totally different because first of all i said i didn't i said i was never getting married again yeah, yeah. it he was he i had all no the ground, plans he, had, he gave me the yeah. ground rules as as because we were best friends i was trying to hook him up with people i thought he was a really good looking guy I was like she cute she cute she cute she cute but anyway and but he his ground rules was like i'm you want me to say what you say? Be honest. I'm sticking it and I'm out. That was his oh. thought process. Yeah, that was number my thought process. One. Sticking um, it moving. Never getting my married man. again. <laughs> yeah, num number two was like, I'm never process. getting married again. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to be a player, but I'm just not going to be bothered with all of the relationship kind of stuff, mm -hmm. right? So we went in knowing that information because we were friends. So it was like, okay, cool, whatever. Because I knew I wasn't, I was like, you know what? Like you, I'm like, me and my babies, we doing it. I love God. Yeah. Okay, I'm with the Lord. I'm I'm, I'm always fasting. You know, mm -hmm. like, like, I just love, I just, I just yeah. love Jesus all when day. I, when I first met your friend, she was a true definition of a Pentecostal. <laughs> yes, <laughs> She had on the long flannel skirts and the whole nine. Wow. Okay, had, so we did denim. Denim yeah, no, skirts. She did the whole flannel okay. with the turtlenecks and the button. <laughs> Up. And uh, now you remember the the, the real Bibles, the the King James uh, thick well, versions. Yes. That's what she used to carry. Excuse me, that's, that's the right. Bible. 
case. With the Bible case. Yes. 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 Oh, yeah. Your highlighters and yes, and your pen. my pens. Girl, and a little notebook. Oh, yeah. Is it a zipper case? Yes. It was a zipper case. Yes. It was. Definitely a zipper case. It was. You know it wasn't a zipper case. What is wrong with y'all? <laughs> so, but, but once a month, like religiously, she would say, leave. Leave. Yeah. It's like you can leave. You yeah. can run at any time. Yeah. Because, like you, and see, and that's going to be my question for you as well. And then, Day, I want to hear from you because I want to know your thought press on what it looked like. But I came into a situation, already a ready-made situation. Mm-hmm. Her and the kids, they had their life. They were gone. She was dependent. She was, she didn't, well, she was living like, I don't need no man. Yeah. That's the life she was living. For sure. Yeah. So when this union happened, mm-hmm. she was still in that mindset. Mm-hmm. And because, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry to cut you off. Because for me, Sanchez was an interruption. Mm. Because I had literally said I'm not dating anymore I'm not doing any of that um, I love Jesus and the Lord I love my family And I'm just not going to keep doing that And I also said the next man that touched me Had to be my husband Yeah. And when you I'm here playing I'm trying to help him play So I already knew that that wasn't But my theme song was I don't want to be a player yeah, no, no more, more. <laughs> That was my theme song <laughs> You know so it was like Okay so so I'm like, and I'm so, when he, I was so in love with me, mm-hmm. I was so buying my own self flowers, I was so, like, doing my thing, like, I was feeling so good, not that I don't now, mm-hmm. but when he came, he was a total inter- interruption, and I was like, you're interrupting my time with the Lord, you know, mm-hmm. because I always knew that, because my parents have been together forever, that your first ministry is your is your family and That's your right. marriage, right? That's right. And so he came, and I was like, this is going to be an interruption. Like he, in, cause he was literally interrupting what I thought my life was supposed to be. What right. I, what I envisioned it to, to be from that on. Yeah. Like just the kids going to go and I'm just going to travel the world. No man, no nothing. Hit me roar. Like girlfriend. You about to be traveling the world again if you keep hitting my I know I hit your mic again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and you're going to have to come over here and co-host. <laughs> so. But so that was me. So like you, I was just mm-hmm. like, mm, do I want this interruption you yeah. know and that was it was hard at first so I was like run yeah, it was, yeah. run and I, I wasn't going anywhere I mean he was determined to stay too I was like <laughs> I wasn't going anywhere that's, I made I had made a decision I, mm-hmm. I loved it I made a decision mm-hmm. like there's nothing she could do I mean Daniel this woman had went in my closet and packed my clothes told me to go to my daddy house oh my gosh First that's of a all, lot of effort I'm a grown behind man you was not gonna send me to my daddy house <laughs> What you ain't gonna do You know oh what I told I said if you don't go back In the closet <laughs> And put my clothes back uh-huh. because ain't you, going nowhere Because I wanted him To understand That he had options mm-hmm. Yeah Like you Like stay or go And I wanted him to know That I was okay with that But in actuality I would not have been okay Because if I was in my daddy house sure. You would have came behind me Yeah I would have came Stay with you mm-hmm. So cause he's like I always tell him In our marriage That the issue I don't I, God is so great And our marriage we're always working on it and but what I do know for sure not that I don't love him as a husband but if I lost him I would mourn our friendship yeah I would mourn that yeah that would be mm. like anything is but to not have him as my best friend like mm-hmm. like not to be able to just be stupid with him and talk to him and again he's a phenomenal husband but that part right there yeah I would literally mourn that and mm. I knew that I had to make sure that I did not want to tear up what we had made as a friendship. And yeah. I didn't know if marriage was going to do that. So yeah. I would prefer he run, then we tear that up. And that's what my issue was the whole yeah. time. Here's what I want to know. I want to know from Daniel. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she ever, I don't know if she verbalized that to you, 
in the first years of your marriage as far as I'm if you go it's good I'm good the other way <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you might have picked up on that I definitely verbalized <laughs> so I want to know from you A how did that make you feel mm-hmm. and then B how did you handle that knowing that for you and if I don't want to put words in your mouth so if I'm wrong correct me but this is the love of your life this is the woman you've dedicated sure. yourself to but every once in a while, she's telling you, you know, I'm, I'm good. You stay, you go, I'm good. Mm-hmm. How did that make you feel? And then how did you handle it? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why you stay? He just stared at it. It comes with some context. It mm. comes with some context. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think in, in every relationship, if you look at a relationship and you think that it's, it's sunshine and roses <laughs> all the time, it, it isn't. It right. Isn't. right. Um, and the first few years of our marriage was very tough. It was. It was very difficult. I used to say, like, you're here not because I want you here, but, like, because I need you here. Like, No, essentially what she told me was <laughs> the only reason I'm here, I'm speaking as her, right. is because I have nowhere else to live. Mm. Oh, wow. A so, lot of times I told him that. So, mm. but it comes with context, so. I have a lot of baggage. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> But we were so after we got engaged, we dated for about six months, Mm -hmm. got married in December. Mm -hmm. And essentially, the day before we got married, I had I was having a conversation with another female I shouldn't have been having. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was I had grew my beard out because men don't do anything on their wedding day but get dressed, right? (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. Women transform, okay. (laughs) Women transform. So I was like, I'm going to grow my beard out. And then the, the night before the wedding, I'm going to trim it down all the way down. To give you something yeah. to do. Right. Like, like, right. Like, like a reveal. Yeah, yeah. You are so, so thoughtful. You know, I, I, you, you are one thoughtful dude. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I see why Sanchez wants you to co-host. Right. But you thoughtful. And on the other side of the token, I'm such an idiot. Too. <laughs> um, He's not wrong. So <laughs> I'm, I'm in the chair getting, getting my haircut. And my wife calls me and she is hysterical. And she's angry, and she's telling me to get over there right now. And I'm like, what? Mind you, my, and this is for context too, my first marriage ended because of infidelity. Yeah. So I was already like okay. coming in with that whole mess. Yeah. Too. Right. yeah. So, okay. Go so ahead. For, for, for me, this was left field because the person I was having this conversation with, like, I don't even have a relationship with. Right. It was a person who was, uh, she was a friend of a friend mm-hmm. and it was absolutely left field for me definitely not appropriate for right. a night before getting married conversation right so i i get to where she's at and and essentially she just tells me what she saw um and it was tough that was a really mm-hmm. tough night mm-hmm. because i would say our relationship up to that point was textbook Mm. It was everything you would want in a relationship. Yeah. Okay. It was everything you'd want in a story. Yeah. Um, and that that really like I, I I to to a certain degree, like I regret that a lot just because it 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 ruined that for us. And at the very beginning of our marriage as well, it mm-hmm. ruined that for us. Mm. But obviously she decided to go through with the marriage. Right. Um thank, against you know, like literally every everything inside fiber of me. In her being. I was like, this is not nope, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> nope. And it was a lot of conversations and a lot of uh convincing, I would say honestly, that mm. day where it was just like, just do it. It'll be okay. God's with you. Mm. And I was like, 
bump all that. Like, I don't care <laughs> what is with me, who is with me. Like, I was livid. Right. Um, so, the, so, so the first the first few months, the first year we're working through that, yeah. essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even I mean, even the memory of losing my virginity mm-hmm. is tainted with that decision. Wow. You know, wow, and, wow, and wow. like, you, wow. You, we literally live only one life. So there's no there's no going back and, and right. cleaning that slate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can only move forward from there. But the first year was was a tough year. Mm-hmm. And then I think as we as we were about to get over the hump, I was going through some stuff personally that I confessed to my wife. Mm-hmm. She had a death in her family. That that was a huge death. Mm-hmm. She was going through stuff personally after that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it was a, it was at the end of that year of essentially healing. Mm-hmm. It was just a mess again, and mm. and that was that was really that was a time really where she was very vocal about like I I don't love you, mm-hmm. I, I, and we were we were gonna try for a child, and you know she was telling things to my face like I don't want to have a child with you, wow, I do not want to have a, a baby with you, wow, and oh, and wow. the only reason I'm here right now is because I have nowhere else to go, because mm. I didn't want that tie again. Like I have a child with my first husband, right. and that dude is gonna be forever in my life. Thank right. God, like now we have a great relationship, right? But like then that's a that's a lifetime commitment with that person, right? And so in going through the hard times, I was like, I don't want that with you too. Like I'm not trying to be committed to you for the rest of my life right. either as a as a co-parent in that sense so right that was very difficult for for me to deal with in the sense of like okay now i have to like walk through this again yeah first off mm-hmm. and then second like i don't know i just was like i should have just went with my gut i should just not have done this because it's like one thing after another and i'm just Whoa. like I don't know. I was just tired, you know. Like you just get tired of like that yeah. kind of stuff. But it was it was tough. It was yeah. tough. Love was coming from one direction, Oof. and essentially dying. And, and to hit, tell hitting. someone like to their face, like I don't love you, that's hard. I look back and I'm like at like a out of body experience, right. and I'm like, right. damn girl, like you did not hold back. Right. <laughs> I did not hold back. When did you release? How, how did? Okay, let me. Not when did you. How did you finally break that shackle and be like, I love him. This is what I want. This is who I want to be with. This Man. is like, how did, how did you come to that? I honestly don't remember. I think I, there was I, like, it's a blur. It's I think blur. it was like, honestly, just like one day. I think I just woke up and I was just like, I'm tired of like holding on to this. Mm. And I just had to like give it to God, honestly, because as people, we want to continue to keep uh, score score yes ma'am of things yeah. and say like well you did this to me so oh, i'm gonna do this to you yeah. you did this to me and mm-hmm. this and you know like you've done x y and z i've only done x you yeah. know so there's just a lot of a lot of that starts to become heavy on right. the person that's mm-hmm. keeping score yes ma'am and i think that for me i was just like i don't want to i'm not going to carry this anymore mm. like i'm going to give it to god and and we i don't know i think it was just from one day to the next i was just started to um either like hug him or like hold his because there was like i was like don't look at me i'm here like but i'm not here like don't don't speak to me don't look i think it was like three months or two months that we were living in the same house and not saying not one word to each other wow not one word i had nothing to say to him you guys are giving i don't i know we're having this conversation as family but you guys are literally giving people faith 
Mm. Because you guys, because you just said when we first started this, we've been together 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, we made it, right? Yeah. But but now we're going to how this started, right? Mm-hmm. And you're giving so, much, so many people faith and hope that's going through that right now. And yeah. like, I don't see my way through. Yeah. yeah. Right? And I think what you said will teach because you're like, you know what? I woke up one day and was like, I just don't want to have this weight. I don't yeah. want to be heavy anymore. Yeah. And I just want to give this a guy. And then I want to try. And I think the beautiful part, what you said was, you know, one day I just hugged him. Yeah. Because sometimes, because people think it's got to be so, ah. One day I just hugged him. Yeah. One day I just held his hand. Yeah. One it day I just time. looked at him. It takes time, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And so it's a good. conscious decision. The so intention a lot of, people, of it. A lot yeah. of people, you know, they wake up day after day and they're like, oh, I don't love this person anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, you didn't try to love that person either, yeah. you know? Because yeah. it's an action. It's an effort. It's mm-hmm. something that, listen, we all have our days when we wake up and we're like, don't even look at me because I'm ready to knock you out. Mm-hmm. The way you're breathing, the way you're Chewing. doing anything Chewing. is annoying me. Yeah. So for as like as like spouses, you have to make that conscious decision to say like, I love this person. I'm going to fight for this person. This yeah. is my person. This is what God has brought together. All of those things. Like yeah. you almost do have to like continue to, to speak that over oh, yourself yeah. yes. and over your marriage. And I think people forget that and they're just yeah. like oh i just don't feel the butterflies anymore oh, and it's like go listen sit down listen hey, good for that's you. gonna get to work. <laughs> right right, yeah. right. Get exactly right. get to work exactly I think, I think people forget that love is a verb absolutely mm-hmm. love is like you said love is an action word. Yeah. yeah yeah you actually have to put love into action you mm-hmm. have to do something yeah but here's what i'm curious about mm-hmm. and to be honest and when i say this i'm not trying to be funny but every time we have these type of conversations I have more and more respect for you as a person as a man as a mm-hmm. man of God mm-hmm. and I'm very thankful that you are in my life so I just wanted to say that Yeah. but I'm really curious because once again you went in you made that decision you said I am the next this person is going to be the love of my life is going to be the woman I marry mm-hmm. so now you go into it and it's not what you thought it was going to be mm-hmm. not only is she saying I, I don't want to have a baby with you mm-hmm. but she's telling you essentially I don't love you mm-hmm. and that the only reason I'm here because I don't have any other place to go mm-hmm. I need to know how did you overcome that how did you yeah. overcome that how did you work through that yeah. what, what was that journey like for you yeah it was it was relentless and selfless love from, mm-hmm. from me and, and I knew I knew for months that the love was going to land on ground that it wasn't going to grow on right mm-hmm. i just knew it like Jeez. she could tell me to my face that she don't love me <laughs> and but i i knew i loved her and right. I, I knew that my mistakes did not take that away mm. from me that i loved her right my, my mistakes are what they were her mistakes are what they were and that is the humanity of, of, a, of a relationship mm-hmm. and, right. and succumbing to that yeah yeah, yeah you know yeah. and and not not being in control of that mm-hmm. yeah but I just I made a conscious decision every yeah. day come on now. to love her. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come on, Dan. Knowing that nothing was gonna come back my way. Mm. Knowing yeah. that nothing was gonna come back. I, I grew up believing that a marriage between a man and a woman is just like the marriage between Christ and and, and, and his bride. Mm-hmm. Right. And his love is relentless for us. Yeah. 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 Obviously he is staying free. Yeah, 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 and yeah. He, and he's without fault, without sin. But being, being humans mm-hmm. like we you know we do our we do our best to to represent that right but we fail because we're humans yeah right? but that was the example i knew 
and and I was going to love her relentlessly, and I was going to love her aggressively, and I was going to I was going to shower her in love. Yeah, and and she I knew she was just not going to receive it for a while. Wow. And then the moment that she did mm-hmm. leaning for a hug, that mm-hmm. moment was good for me. Yeah. What? I'm curious to know, and then I have a question for you as well, Stephanie. And I'm uh-huh. sorry, I don't want to take up all the no, time. No, baby, right? go then, go for it, baby. When once she did lean into you, mm-hmm. what stopped you from not reciprocating it? Because at that point, you could have shut her off. Yeah. At that point, you could have been closed off. Mm-hmm. But from what I'm hearing is that you were still open to receive her love. What allowed you to be able to do that? Because it couldn't have been easy. Mm-hmm. I was, dealing I with that on a daily basis. I wasn't open to receiving her love. I was desperate to receive her love. <laughs> I got you. Okay. I was desperate to receive her love. Yeah. Uh, because I, I, I loved her. Right. Yeah. And I made a decision to live the rest of my life with her. Okay. And, yeah. and, and to love her for the rest of my life. And yeah. through, through sickness and in health. Yeah. You know? Through good times and bad times. So so when when that hug came in and that handhold was there and right. that dinner night, you know. What came to fruition and mm-hmm. and the look across the table was there mm-hmm. like to me that was life right yeah to me that was life and and i needed it because you know giving giving someone love every day knowing you're not getting it back is tiring right mm-hmm. it's exhausting yeah mm-hmm. so you know i i did that for as long as i can but you know thank god that she reciprocated and yeah and, you know the one hand holding in the day turned into two turned right. into three right. Turn into an embrace, turn into a hug, turn into yeah. a, a conversation, into yeah. you know, into mm-hmm. flirting, into yeah. Before you ask Stephanie, I just want to say something real quick. Yes. Which is so, what I love about being behind the microphone and, and what we get to do that what God has allowed us to do behind this microphone mm-hmm. and the people that He put in our lives because this is the thing we've never heard this story before because we mm-hmm. we don't talk no. about stuff like this. We're yeah. always cracking jokes. But it's so funny to hear that that you were that way mm-hmm. because when we are together, you're always longing and staring at him. Or if he walks away, <laughs> she's like, and I'm so it's so weird to hear. Yeah. What, what's she looking at when I walk away? Don't be, don't be oh, she's looking, <laughs> looking at your derriere, bro. She's looking at your derriere. But don't She's looking at your but don't don't, bro. Yeah, you know, or she's talking to you and she'll like, like, babe, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's so it's so powerful. I think because people don't know you guys, but if they knew, they they'll be like, "That's a long way, Stephanie," because you just like you adore and yeah. love, like yeah. you know what I'm you saying. Can, you can yeah. see you the can love. See yeah. That. Yeah. It's not it's not like made up. Like oh, it's what I, I mean, like literally, because you just be like, "This my boo," you know. So yeah. to hear this story from you guys is like, whoa, yeah, you know, because yeah. what ten years and what God can what do, God will that's do. right. What God can do in your marriage, that's right? right? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, baby. Go no, you're your good. I'm just there's one other question I have, and then like I said, I'm gonna turn over to you because I've been talking a lot. You're fine, babe. <laughs> Here's what I'm curious about. So. During that time, mm-hmm. you were not trying to receive his love. You were not trying to deal with it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. As he continues to just pour on love and love you and just be what he's doing, mm-hmm. what's going through your mind at that time? What I want to know your perspective and what you saw and how you felt during this time where he was doing everything he could, but yeah. it seems like everything he was doing at that time, you were shutting down. Yeah. So I, I was- just want to know what was going through your mind. I was very cold. I was very cold. I was very much like, keep trying. Like, I just had a nasty attitude about it because it was just like, I don't know. It, my thing was like, I told you my story. Right. You knew what I came from. Mm-hmm. You knew like the the issues that I dealt with. You knew the issues that I 
you know, currently had in the beginning of our relationship. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was like a level of vulnerability that I was like, I showed you everything. I told you everything that I was dealing with Mm -hmm. and you still did the same thing. Like, Mm -hmm. mm -mm. so for me, that automatically put me in a place of like, you could keep trying. Like, that's great. Mm -hmm. Good for you. Like, I, I think I even told him one time, like, I don't give you credit for trying. Like, I don't care. You can right. continue to try all Whoa. you want. Like, I'm not giving you credit for that. I'm not giving you, like, mm-hmm. a pat on the back. Like, right. I don't care. So right. it was just very ugly. It was a very ugly mm-hmm. um, attitude to have because yeah. it was, I know it's hard. Yeah, I know that, that giving someone love constantly and not receiving, I would have I given up. I would have been like, well, I guess this is not for us. Like, because I'm not going to, I'm only going to do so much Mm -hmm. and you don't receive it. I'm out. Like, I don't have time to continue to pour into you and pour into you and love on you. Mm -hmm. Like, no. So the fact that he did that, I think in the long run, really, I think that's why I am the way I am with him now, Mm -hmm. because I saw what he pushed through to -hmm. continue. So I think for me, now i'm like oh my gosh like i don't know how he did that i admire him for doing that but Mm. at the time i was just very cold i was just like i don't care yeah you keep trying it's (laughs) tough to talk about that time specifically like there are there are specific moments i remember but like that that part of our marriage is really like it's really a blur like it's a pit Thank you. For it the, is. Thank mm-hmm. you for the blur, Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because thank yeah. you for not looking like where we came from. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. thank you for. And I think that's another thing, too, what I what I appreciate about, about the Lord sometimes is that you, all this stuff going on, and you be like, you know, I don't really remember it. Like, like you, I don't even, I don't. I'll be like, like, God, like, you just wiped that thing. Because yes. I'll be like, because yes. somebody else will talk about it. I'll be like, was it really? Because I, I don't remember it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't feel like talking about it like things that means it's just been through i could talk about it now and it doesn't it don't i don't feel i, I nothing it now for I sure literally nothing it. it doesn't i can talk about it all day and feel after because i know from which we came and where we came Absolutely. from and where we are now yeah you know so you sit there going like okay well that well that happened in our lives but here's the thing mm-hmm. so you went from i don't want no babies mm-hmm to the babies. To the babies. To the babies. Yes. To it my took, babies. So it took three years. <laughs> it took three years for me to be like, all right, I think I think we're gonna stick this out. I think after we after we healed, um, after my grandmother had passed and all of that stuff, mm-hmm. like we actually got our tattoos with our anniversary. Cause Aww. I was like, Okay, we're gonna do this. I'm like, he wanted to do it like very early on and mm-hmm. I was like uh, <laughs> I'm still not sure. Uh-huh. So let's let's wait a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, so I think that was like a big moment for us where we were just like, okay, we're going to stick this out. We are going to continue this marriage mm-hmm. and we're going to go ahead and get our anniversary tattooed. So I think after that, then year three, we were like, okay, maybe, maybe we want to solidify this a little bit more <laughs> and have a baby. Let's have a um, baby. So yeah, then we had Jackson. I'm sure. And, I'm sure I cried when you told me. And, oh yeah, uh, it was well because, you know, it's like he loves Noah. He's been with Noah since he was five years old. He right. took Noah to his first day of kindergarten with Aww. me. He's in ninth grade now. Right. So he that's you know that's his it's, kid. It's him and 100%. Noah. It's his baby. It's, that's his baby. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Noah is literally more like him than he is me, honestly. <laughs> and Noah is more affectionate with him than he is with me. Really? Which I'm always like, dude, like. 
I'm your freaking mom. Like, <laughs> hug me. Like, you hug Daniel. He won't. He doesn't. He's very awkward with me. He's like, mm-hmm. hi, mom. Like, you know, he's a teenage boy, uh-huh. so I get it. Mm-hmm. But with Daniel, he's just like full on hug. Like, he just, you know, right. so they have their own relationship. You sound just a little bit jealous, but we're not going <laughs> to talk about that. I mean, I'm kind of like, okay, I have Levi. Levi, that's, that's my that's baby. My boy. He don't like nobody else. <laughs> um, so, you know, it is what it is. But then, you know, we had Jackson and. That was a that was a, a beautiful moment for him to be able to see him like have his own child and mm-hmm. and that was also <laughs> kind of like culture shock because he came in to parenting with a five year old right. right so he didn't have the newborn stage he didn't have all that he, he didn't, didn't have, have the, the terrible <laughs> midnight feedings and the diapers so, and, yeah but he like handled it like a boss he was he's such a great dad but um yeah and then we had Jackson and then actually after Jackson. I was like, I'm done. I only wanted one kid mm-hmm. from the beginning. Right. So then, obviously. She just fighting against me. Was crazy. <laughs> no, so hard. Crazy. So then, when we got together, he didn't have any children. So obviously, I was like, all right. Like, I'll, I'll give have you one. one more. Yeah. And because I was very, like, I only wanted one. Right. And so then I used to joke with him and be like, I give one kid per husband. So, like, we're done. <laughs> so Jackson is yours and that's it. Um, and it wasn't until we were here that um, somebody had asked me a question, like, oh, you guys don't want any more kids? And I was like, nope. And I saw the look on his face and I felt this thing that I never like to feel, which is conviction. <laughs> And I was just like, <laughs> what face was it? Just so I can keep it in the pocket. I was like, just so you know to pull it out again. Pull it out, Daniel. Pull it out. No, we're done. We're past that. Stop. We're on our that's countdown. What got us, that's what got us here. We're on our countdown. Um, so it just felt like I felt like bad, and I was like, people have asked me for years because they're three years apart. Mm-hmm. Right. No more kids, and I never felt any type of way. I'd be like, nope, we're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. And that one moment, I was just like, God, why am I feeling this? Like, what is this? I knew it was conviction, obviously. Mm -hmm. And I spoke to him and I was just like, I don't know. Like, I feel bad. Like, are you going to be okay with not having like another child? And he was just like, I'm okay if you're okay. I was like, you know, oh, I knew what crap. that answer was. Now he yeah, put it on me. Yeah. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> so I literally started praying and I was like, God, I need you to soften my heart. Mm. I need you to soften my heart because I don't want any more children. Right. I do not want any more children. I have C-sections too. Mm-hmm. So it's major surgery every single right. time. One right. of these kids needs to be brought into the world. So I was just like, God, soften my heart. And then I always like we used to pray like our family our family Mm -hmm. and then i shifted my prayer and i was like well god what do you want for our family right and then that was the moment i was like dang it why did i ask you that Mm -hmm. um and then i was like okay i think i'm good to have one more that's Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. no more um and then we had levi and that's just the love of my oh life, my that gosh. little boy. The most oh incredible little human being I love walking him. around. You guys have amazing kids, period. Yeah. You guys have amazing kids. He is just kids. my baby. So, yeah, now we have three. Here's the thing that, from the beginning, <laughs> listen, from the beginning, Daniel's faith. <laughs> Girl. His faith talk is, about it. is unshakable. Like, mm. even when he... Even when he think like it was rough and it was tough, but he still stood for like un- that's some unshakable. Because I'm like I've been like you know what Sanchez I don't had enough. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I've done all I can do. Amen. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm besides smothering you, I've done all that I can do. Yeah. 
Well, kill always, you. You always wake up choosing violence for something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want you to know that's all I can do. I've been in Kilton, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I, so it's so, but just to know that you knew from the beginning of this conversation, mm-hmm. beginning of this relationship, that she was going to be your wife, and that was it. Mm-hmm. There was no if, buts, ands, who, whatever. I don't care how she acting. I don't care what she feel. I don't care what she's doing. I'm telling you mm-hmm. that you're my wife. Mm-hmm. That's it. The mother of my children. Mm-hmm. That's it. That Did is. Leaving ever come to mind? No, for me, yeah, no, we we had we had a few like conversations with the pastors that in Florida at the time, mm-hmm. um, just like t- kind of walking through the the situation, mm-hmm. um, and the one conversation I remember, our pastor was just like, "Look, I'm not gonna sit here with y'all unless you actually, <laughs> unless you actually both mm-hmm. at least want to continue, mm-hmm. right, and." And I think in that moment, if she would have said like no, mm-hmm. then I, I I probably would just been like I don't want to I don't want to like I'm not going to force, force this woman to yes. be with me. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but she said yes, and that that to me was literally a mustard seed. That's all I needed. Yeah. Um, and also, I was trying to remember um, David in the Bible, his son who was sick, who who died. Mm-hmm. Is that is, is that Absalom? I, I, I forget. You, oh, you want you want to be a Bible scholar today? Okay, you no. made me you well, made me stutter. I can't well, even be a Bible for, scholar for the, today. For the more for the more Christian people who are listening, yeah, it's not us. That ain't us. That ain't us. You know who it is. You know who you are. So David's son was on his deathbed, and and David is is praying and ripping his clothes and all that. And the moment his son passed, he got up, got dressed, took a shower went about his life mm-hmm. there was no reason to to rip his clothes off anymore right. so in that season for me it was faith right. and it was relentless relentless love yeah. relentless faith if she would have said no I, I would have just had to been like okay i did my part yeah if Dave, for david mm-hmm. his son died and he got up and yeah he mm-hmm. had faith that god could heal it but yeah. god didn't Right. And he and he still loved God and had faith that God yeah. was that God was good. Yeah. So in that moment, if that would have happened, I, I would have just had to dust myself off and mm-hmm. you know take the L and and you know would have been it would have been tough for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But never did I did I like to leave came from me. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that that just wasn't if it was if it was to end it was because there was no other choice from her. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Divorce, thing, divorce is not an option for yeah. us. Divorce. Death is divorce not. You always like, see once again you choose a violence. I was mm-hmm. I was thinking outside the box. The, the, that's another way. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing I do want to say though, um, and I need the family to understand that when hearing this conversation and yeah. hearing the story of, mm-hmm. of these two wonderful people, I need you to understand what was in the mix. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't want you to misunderstand right. what is being said here today. Exactly. Yeah. In the middle of everything that was going on, God was still in the mix that's right. of what was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was still a faith, there was yep. still a belief, mm-hmm. there was still a search mm-hmm. for God in that mix. Mm-hmm. So what I don't want you to hear is, well, I'm in this bad relationship and it's not working or yeah. and I'm I'm just to stay and I'm gonna make this person love me mm-hmm. or I'm in an abusive relationship or whether it's verbally or physically or mm-hmm. mentally or spiritually mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna stay and force this person to yeah. love me. That's not what's being said here today. Mm-mm. What's being said here today is that a decision was made to a love God Mm -hmm. and through that love of Christ, Daniel decided to love his wife 
And through that, through that prism, mm-hmm. Daniel was allowing the love of God to come through him mm-hmm. to go to his wife mm-hmm. and to allow God to work on that situation. Yeah. It, so don't misunderstand what's being said. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. Daniel forcing himself or making Stephanie love him. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. even, and even still, hearing, hearing that, like it's not lost on me. Right. Someone on the other end is like, yeah, of course the guy who messed up is going to continue to love his wife and hope that she sticks around. <laughs> right. It's, it's not lost on me. It's just the story. Yeah. It just is yeah. what it is. Yeah. And, and, and it's just it's just what happened with us. And even even earlier you asked, you know, how did you feel that she was telling you that she she would have been gone? Right. Mm-hmm. I felt I deserved it. And if she did, it was what I was what I deserved. Mm-hmm. Right. But my faith wasn't give me what I deserve. It was mm-hmm. I know I messed up. Mm-hmm. But I still I still want this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And exactly. I still love her. So I would have I would if I would have got what I deserved, like God was still good and yeah. and I'm I'm still a flawed human. I'm still a flawed human right, right. now. Right. Um but yeah, I, it's not lost on me that it, as we as we tell the story, like we are, mm-hmm. we are in a, in a whole different universe right now. Right, in our marriage. exactly. It's so weird because like even when we talk about it, like we've talked about it before with other people, mm-hmm. and it's just like we. It feels like we're talking about other people yeah. who are not us, <laughs> right? And we're just like sharing their story, right? Because we look back and we're just like, oh my gosh, like how how did how. How are we here? Yeah. You know, and that's God. Like there's the that's the only reason because like Sanchez said, through that relationship there mm-hmm. was this like this this faith that Daniel had mm-hmm. and then there was hurt on my end. Mm-hmm. And I needed to work through that with yeah. God. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it on my own. Right. I needed to work through that with God. So on both ends God was dealing with both of us. Yeah. Faith on his end, Mm -hmm. healing on my Mm -hmm. end, healing on his end too. Mm -hmm. I believe that, you know, he dealt with things that he was healing from as well that makes us make these decisions. But I think there's just, I don't know. I think that if you look at it as a whole, God was just operating in different um, categories, I think. It's a a healthy us of faith and fixing. Yeah. Yeah. It was fixing on your own, fixing on mine. And I think the beautiful thing, too, what I always tell people is that God is going to prune you. That was a pruning season for you guys, right? Because there were some things that were sticking to you guys. And the weird part about this, there were things sticking to you guys and dead leaves on you that you didn't even know that was there. It's like those roses. You can see it getting a little bit dark, but you're like, but it's still healthy. Mm -hmm. It's just a little dark. It's not a big deal until it begins to corrode, you know? And I think that, so God was doing a lot of pruning on both of your behalves because he knew where you were going 10, 20, 30 years from now. He knew knew you would sit here and help people right now with the same conversation yeah. right but there was some pruning that you had to do corporately and individually I don't hit this mic again oh, y'all I'm looking fine because I'm a I'm a hand mover I know, that's oh my god I'm oh my god I'm trying to sit on my hands oh my god the producer Let me but get you a they, headset mic thank you but it's just that God said I have to prune you mm-hmm. separately and for this to work there's some stuff that y'all both had to peel yeah. that you didn't even know you needed to peel yes. number one right yes. until something comes up mm-hmm. and then you need to be able to do this thing corporately as well mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So those are the things, even for us, we always say there's things that we both had to go through yeah. individually. Like, because for me, like, like he was a distraction and I, I was every, every woman hear me roar. I don't mm-hmm. got time for no more bad brothers. I'm, I'm just over it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? For him, he was like, I'm just want to be a player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody got time for chicks. And all, you know, like, so, I was very cold and unfeeling yeah. when we first got together. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, he still was a bachelor and, and as he yeah, was married. I was, still a, I was still a little bit of a bachelor's life. Yeah. I, I didn't have to, it, 
I didn't have to tell her where I was going. It wasn't none of her business where I was going. Mm-hmm. It was none of her mm-hmm. business when I was coming back. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you anything. Don't ask me any questions. Mm-hmm. I'm home when I'm home. I'm not when I'm not. And that's, how, that's how we operate right now. Right? That's <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. There was certain yeah. subjects that he that he was like they're off limits. Off I'm limits. Like, don't oh, talk to me about it. Don't question me about it. Interesting. And, and the crazy part about it, I was like, okay, then go. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with it. But for me, I was like, I'm every woman. Hear me roar. So I don't need you anyway bro. Yeah. I make my own money I do this I do that I could cook I could mm-hmm. click I could click, 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 you know I have my whole list roll it, roll it, roll it back for a second yes, roll it back yes. take that C out of there That take that C out which C you don't cook <laughs> take that C out <laughs> She's speaking past it. But I was don't, cooking then. Don't lie. Uh, she you wasn't cooking then. I she was said okay, she I'm could. sorry. I was fixing Thank food. Fixing, I was Thank fixing food. There you go. Okay. You know, but <laughs> my wife believe, believed with a D mm-hmm. that when you take a frozen pack of hot dogs yeah. out of the freezer you do? and mm-hmm. you don't even unthaw them, What's the next, not necessary. you just cut them out the pack. <laughs> and throw them in the oven. First of all, not throw them in the oven. You put them on a pan with some aluminum, with some aluminum. Uh-huh. Aluminum make everything taste good with some oh aluminum foil. Gosh. And you go low because if you cook it low, then it just smells in the juices. Well, he don't, he ain't, he, 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 he ain't know. He you ain't put know. your hot dogs in the oven? Yes, I don't boil hot dogs. I don't, but I no, that's, that's I don't, a, I don't boil no, hot dogs. We don't boil hot dogs. That's a given. Like on a frying pan. No, that's a given. Put them in the oven. Got to put them in the oven, y'all. They taste so good in the oven, but they're even better now in the air fryer, y'all. Frozen hot dogs in the air fryer. Huh? Frozen hot dogs, but they're in the frozen fryer? or they're well, just in the she, fridge. She got a little better. I got now. better oh, okay. now, y'all. She at least unthawed. Awesome. Unthawed okay. before now, y'all. she cooked. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, before then you gave me the whole live face. He was like, "So wait a minute, what are we? Wait, what are we doing? What? <laughs> <laughs> like what? That's wait, amazing. Wait. But God is just was doing what He needed to do for you guys to be here to help the family out there yeah. Yeah. with your voice to say this somebody is possible. Need to hear this today. You can do it. Yeah, you can overcome it. It's okay, and the fact to say. That you are human, it's okay to feel how you feel. Because sometimes mm-hmm. in marriage, we don't think we should feel the way that we feel, yeah. right? We think that we got to be martyrs like, no, I'm just going to let the Lord deal with it. No, I need to tell you how I feel. Yeah. I need to let you express yeah. how I feel. Right. But a lot of times we don't do that. And that's where when you don't have that kind of communication, that's where it gets real tricky. Yeah, Because well, you think sit too, in that. Yeah, I, that's what I was just going to say. A mm-hmm. lot of people... Yes, I feel like I was very blunt, a little bit like borderline, like brutal Mm -hmm. with how I was feeling. But also a lot of people go through this stuff and they're like, I can't tell him how I truly feel. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hurt his feelings. I don't. Mm -hmm. But you're just you're you're covering that up. And now it's turning into bitterness. Now you're just starting to feel bitter towards them because you're not expressing how you feel. Mm -hmm. So, yes, there is probably a way to say it Mm -hmm. that could be a little bit better. But express how you feel if yeah. you are hurting in your marriage because at the end of the day it's just it's just going to continue to like put roots down in that bitterness oh, yeah. and you're mm. just going to continue to just like hold on to it and they're not a mind reader right. your spouse is not a mind reader Ooh. they don't know what you're dealing with they don't Dang know it. what you're feeling so if you're not saying it mm. they don't know right <laughs> you know so mm. that can we, can we clip that and send it to her <laughs> yeah I'm going to clip it and yeah, I'm cool with because that that is the I will say for our species yes. for us yes. we have a tendency of holding and harvesting that for thing, sure because right? we don't want to rock the boat we don't make him here's the thing that Sanchez had to tell me like you don't want to make him feel uncomfortable less than a man and I remember he said it so indignant that I almost had an attitude <laughs> he was like you can never make me feel less than a man you don't have that much power I was like mm-hmm. first of all 
Hello. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he said, because you didn't make me a man in the first place. So yeah. how can you take something you didn't give me? Yeah. And because, because he was like, open up to me. You can't crush me. Yeah. I'm here. I want to hear what you have to say. Because mm-hmm. like you, my mouth is, it's beautiful. I have a mm-hmm. great mouth and That's I speak what we're well. Use. I speak well. That's what we're yes. going to use. I speak well. <laughs> yes. You know, but I, I, rock with it. but I do believe that God has given us the husbands that can handle that. Exactly. Right. 100%. He would, he, he gave you because then you could handle that. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean he's like, he's subhuman, but he could handle that. God knew who you could give that to Absolutely. with him. I know when I give this to him in my boldness that he can handle that. that he can receive it. Yeah. You yep. know what I'm saying? That I'm not like, I just crushed him, mm-hmm. you know, but I need to, I need you to know what I'm feeling, you know? Yeah. And I think that we just need to communicate better because without that communication, mm-hmm. oh but it's, it's two things with that though. Mm-hmm. One thing that we always talk about on the Crenshaw corner is mm-hmm. ugly conversations. Yeah. Ugly. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we have so many Lord. Mm-hmm. to have a truly effective <laughs> marriage. You have to have those ugly conversations, mm-hmm. those real ugly Ooh, conversations where yeah. you feel uncomfortable yes. having these particular conversations. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like a little kid. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> but with that being said though, it's twofold. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because husbands, I need you to understand, for your wife to have that that ugly conversation with you, she has to know that she's secure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to set the atmosphere to yeah. make it okay mm-hmm. to have these ugly conversations. Yeah. Now, on the flip side, um, my wives out there, you got to understand, mm-hmm. you have to do the same for your husband. Yeah. yeah. What you can't do mm-hmm. is once he opens up to you yep. and now three months say. later, now you're right. mad and now you've taken mm-hmm. the same information or these same feelings and that he's given to you and now you're beating him over the head mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. yeah. Because how we're built, ladies, I don't know if you know, it really only takes one time mm-hmm. to really hurt us mm-hmm. and you're going to lose us for a while mm-hmm. and we're going to shut down for a while yeah. and yeah. now we're not even having surface surface conversations. Yeah, absolutely. So it goes both ways when having those ugly conversations you have to build up that trust, that vulnerability, mm-hmm. and knowing that when I give you, when I give myself to you, mm-hmm. you're yeah. not going to misuse it and you're yeah. not going to abuse it. Yeah. So, and that's, that doesn't come overnight. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, th- I think what, what people need to understand, especially in a relationship, I think this applies for a lot of areas in your life, but even more so when you're in a relationship with somebody else, mm-hmm. the conversation you are trying to avoid is going to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. It's either going to happen now and mm-hmm. be a little uncomfortable mm-hmm. or later on and be full of hurt yes. and bitterness mm-hmm. and regret and oh, yeah. all yes. the nasty stuff. Yes. So, you know, the the sooner you can get ahead of conversations like that, and I feel like that's a muscle too. Oh, yeah. That's yes. a muscle you need to work. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's different for everybody in, in, in whatever dynamic or relationship that you have. Right. You know, like if, if I need to tell something that my wife might not like, mm-hmm. I start the conversation with, can I tell you something you might not like? <laughs> you gotta know what to do. No, literally, do. that's how you he starts. Yeah, yeah, just be honest with him. I do, because yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm not trying to. I know what this conversation might be, mm-hmm. but also, right. also don't have the conversation a hundred times in your head, and then right. It, it's just a waste of time. Have the conversation right. once. One time. Have the conversation once and Absolutely. let it come out your mouth, not just stay in your head. Exactly. And I think, too, we have to be mindful to give each other grace and mercy, the same grace and mercy that we give everybody else. Mm. But if for some mm-hmm. reason you don't want to give it to your spouse, you like, wait a minute. Yeah. You just gave your aunt this grace, but then when it comes to me, because mm. we believe as spouses we should know better, right? Yeah. You should know better. You should know this. And what I had to learn was I have to give Sanchez and he has to give me a safe place place to land yeah 
I can't keep hovering. Yeah. Because when you're hovering, it gets intense, right? So when I know that he's a safe place to land, I'm able to tell him those hard conversations and that hard communication like, bae, you know what I'm saying? But we have a tendency of not giving our spouses the same grace and mercy that we give everybody else. And we have to be mindful of that. Especially yeah. for, I'll say for, for us, for women, we have to be mindful to give your husband that grace, space, and that mercy. Mm-hmm. to the Grace, to, to the space to make the mistakes, first of all. Yeah. We're human. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. Right? Right? Yep. The grace that when he does that you love him unto God. And a lot of times I tell everybody when people talk to me, like when you were Sanchez, I said, a lot of times I pray for Sanchez as a man of God, not as my husband. Mm-hmm. See, if I pray for Sanchez as my husband, there's going to be some real selfish prayers. Because yeah. I'm like, first of all, God, and then he, because <laughs> he said, mm-hmm. and I used to do that. And then God would be like, can I holler at you about you for a minute? I'm like, no, mm-hmm. God, we talking about Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Maybe you, did mm-hmm. you hear me? You mm-hmm. know? So I had to realize that the same prayer power I would have to pray for your husband yeah. as a man of God is the same one I have to pray for him and give him that grace and that mercy and not just because he's my husband but because yeah. he is a man of God yeah. and we have to be careful mm-hmm. how we handle that you yeah. know what I'm saying I think I that's to. definitely something sorry Sanchez no you're fine um, that's definitely something that I have had to work that muscle a little bit because mm-hmm. I am very like my expectation of my husband is very high, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to me. Mm-hmm. If it comes to my care, if it comes to how he interacts with me, if he comes to like anything that has to do with me, mm-hmm. he knows me. He's my husband. Right. He's been with me for 10 years. Right. Like, dude, you know what you're doing now. <laughs> right. And so I have this like expectation of him. Mm-hmm. And he tells me all the time, he's like, I want you to show the patience that you have with the people that love you mm-hmm. and the people that you love all of that grace that you give your friends <laughs> all of that grace and that patience right. that you give the broken hearted and the heavy I, I, I want some of that for me too right and I'm like nah like you should know how I feel <laughs> so that is definitely a hundred percent like it's a muscle that I'm always working yeah um i'm not perfect at it i feel like i'm getting better with that absolutely okay mm-hmm. good. and we're and we're always gonna work this muscle i mm-hmm. think yes I, like you know people here 10 years married 10 mm-hmm. years in relationship mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the the wife that is sitting next to me right now is not the same wife Ex- that, i was about to say the same thing i, I was yeah. married to somebody different five years ago yeah a different yeah. person yeah yeah you know, and, and we are we are growing individually, and as we each grow individually, we mm-hmm. grow together. But you only grow together through conversation exactly. and through experience together, because mm-hmm. we are all going to grow individually. We could do it separately, mm-hmm. yeah. But that yeah. that might not be the way to do it if yeah. you're married or in a relationship. I want to go back to something really quick that you said before was um, how you start your conversations with me. Mm-hmm. Like, can I say something that I know you're not going to like? That is how he starts his conversations that necessarily for me and you can tell me if we're the same way Mm -hmm. that automatically puts me on a defense Mm -hmm. because that tells me you think i'm some kind of monster Mm -hmm. that you can't even have a conversation with me because you're already like paranoid of like i'm gonna fly off the handle so sometimes that's not a good thing because it puts me in a place of and i tell him this all the time i'm like you can like why are you afraid to talk to me like mm-hmm. I'm not he's like look how you react yeah. like a psychopath like, pull up the ring footage because <laughs> your memory of this this conversation is different and I'm always like why are you afraid to talk to me like I'm not like what am I gonna do like I'm gonna speak my mind maybe right. that's what you're afraid of right. but maybe get a little handsy maybe may- no, no. <laughs> I mean, it depends on what kind of handsy I mean, <laughs> 
Sometimes she likes that too much. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, yeah, hit me like that. You better stop. Oh my god. And, and that isn't that isn't for every for every conversation. Like right. no, even today, not. today I, I told my wife something that I just felt like mm. I, I I didn't want to see happen or continue to happen. It was a right. small thing, but I didn't mm-hmm. start the the conversation with, hey, can I tell you something you might not like? Yeah. I think I, like you just gotta you gotta figure out. You gotta figure out how to how to say what you want to say, babe. What I was gonna say is that I have to go into producer mode. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh, man, wow. yeah. oh. I gotta go producer mode. Wait till Uh-oh. I tell y'all why, but okay, yeah. go ahead. Um, okay. We're yeah. almost an hour and a half into this. Uh-huh. Is that really? not crazy? Yeah. An hour and a half? Yes, yes. ma'am. And Dang we can we can, we can go, go for another two or three. Yes, it's so good. But I wanna be respectful because you guys got the babies at home mm-hmm. and I want to be respectful they said they night night baby yeah night-night. but still <laughs> so we're gonna and we already know cause right now Levi running around the room mm-hmm. he maybe yeah. <laughs> that ring camera probably mm. but how we always like to end the crunch first of all just thank, thank you thank you oh my gosh we, we knew this was gonna you be guys. a great conversation Ooh. But we had no idea how great of a conversation this was going to yes. be. Yes. You guys. I want a half great. Yeah. And oh it's my gosh. just amazing and the vulnerability. Yeah. And Thank just you guys for being transparent. Yeah. Because you didn't have to be as honest as you were. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But I thank you. But I know that there's family member that needed yeah. this conversation. Yeah. They needed yeah. to hear. Because mm-hmm. right now there's somebody in this battle right now mm-hmm. that's fighting for their marriage and they yeah. don't know what else to do yeah. they don't know how to do they don't where you guys are saying you know 10 years and they're trying to figure out how they're going to make it 10 minutes mm-hmm. yeah and For so sure. hearing thank you hearing where you were mm-hmm. to where you are now and like yeah. you said and every day is work yeah you said it best daniel the the woman you were married to five years ago it's mm-hmm. not the same wife that's sitting beside you now right, which is not going to be the same wife that's sitting beside you five years from now yeah. right. so we just thank you guys for telling yes. your story love you guys so um, much we always want to we always like to end with just a, a final thought mm-hmm. okay. so Stephanie I'm going to start with you oh man <laughs> what okay. is your what is your final, your final thought, thought for, the, for family? the family okay final thought I think is I don't know just just keep open keep yourself open mm-hmm. to what God wants to do with you, mm-hmm. for you, through you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a lot of blessings and healing mm-hmm. and opportunity that comes through openness. Right. Yeah. Um, I feel like for us, we would not have been able to make it through had we not been open to God's voice, yeah. open to being healed, open to working mm. through. So I think just continue to stay open Um and you know keep pushing forward but nice. i think openness is key mm. i love it daniel sir final yes. thought for he the family he always staying at his wife he kidding <laughs> that loving concentrate just Dan, all concentrate. on her last hanging on her last word <laughs> he's like say something else baby <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness <laughs> what up girl <laughs> uh, i think just just simply there there's nothing that god cannot see you through mm-hmm. right yeah. Yeah. And and I'll I'll go on and say if for whatever reason you said no mm-hmm. during that counseling session, I have faith that God would have seen me through. He would have seen you through. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And it would have looked very different than it does right now. Mm-hmm. But if 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 whatever it is you're going through, mm-hmm. God will see you through it. And yeah. if you have that faith, then then depression has no place in your life. Come right. And yep. and sadness is just for a season and yeah. not for a lifetime. Um, and then also life is lived in seasons. Mm-hmm. Just just be mindful of the season that you're in right now. Yeah. Right. Um, 
because butterflies don't exist in the winter. And if yeah. you're looking for butterflies during the winter, you're, lo- you're looking you're for something that should not be there yeah. Yeah. in that time. But live in the season that you're living in. Yeah, dress um, accordingly. Dress accordingly. Mm-hmm. Right? Dress accordingly. <laughs> dress, accordingly. <laughs> dress accordingly. I love it. Denise. Um, just space and grace and giving each other a safe place to land. Yeah. It is so, I think we just, we kind of breeze past that so much. Right. You know, like you said, like giving, like you said, give me the same love and patience. Mm-hmm. And we always feel like, but you, but you know me. So I think just grace and space and a safe place to land as, as married couples in your relationships mm. will take you so far. It will mm-hmm. take you yeah. so far. Yeah. Right. What about you, babe? Uh, I'm going to keep it simple. I don't really you, have... I, uh, <clears throat> what? Go ahead, baby. I'm going to keep it simple. Uh-huh, it's so simple. <laughs> Do not be afraid of the hard conversations. Yeah. Um, Daniel said it best. You're going to have the conversation eventually. Whether you like it or not. Whether you like it or not. Yeah. You're either going to be able to control the narrative yeah. or you're going to be ducking. Yeah. But either way, mm-hmm. the it's conversation gonna is going to be had. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. don't be afraid of the hard conversations. Don't yeah. be afraid to be vulnerable. But most importantly, in every conversation you have, just make sure you keep God first in that conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, because when you keep God first in that conversation, he's going to give you the words to use. Yeah. He's going to set the atmosphere for you. Mm-hmm. He's going to comfort you during the conversation. Yeah. He knows what's on your heart. He knows what, what hurts you. He knows your uncomfortability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's going to give that, first of all, the person you're speaking with, your spouse, your husband, your wife, he's going to put them in the right space mm-hmm. to be able to receive yeah. and to truly be able to hear what you have to say. So right. just don't be afraid of it. You know I'm about to do this too I know you are <laughs> You just wait Because you always have it. a final thought Of the final thought <laughs> I know I you do See the final thoughts Open up more thoughts <laughs> That's, <so>. That's <laughs> the problem <laughs> But I wanted to say this And then we're done I promise it, Just know that Even when You know what you're saying And God told you to say it Just because your significant other Is not answering you mm. Or not saying something back Or being quiet Does not mean they did not receive it Yes So we have to be mindful Because if they don't say anything Then we want to keep you know and mm-hmm. I said I said if God told you to say it say it drop it leave it yeah and let them marinate on it so that they can receive it the way that they receive it because yeah. they don't receive it the way that we would receive it yep. and right. we have to be so mindful of that see I'm done I'm done, done? I'm through I'm through I'm through, I'm through. Daniel and Stephanie, thank you guys so oh much for being a part oh of this. Oh my god. Thank you so much. Thank Stephanie. You First one in the book. Yeah, I'm so excited. So I'm pretty sure she's going to be doing an all women's one soon. So I'm pretty sure you're going to be in the council. She is. She is. Pretty sure. Family, we just thank you. We thank you for hanging in there with us for this hour and a half. We thank you for listening. However you're listening, whether it's fifteen minutes to me. Yeah, it really did. (laughs) However you're listening, whether it's iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Play, Google Podcasts iHeartRadio or on our own personal website at www.thecrenshawcorner.com we thank you for listening we do thank you for listening as always we consider ourselves an interactive podcast Mm -hmm. which means we can find on the socials we're on Instagram and Facebook and Bookers there you go again (laughs) all on the Crenshaw Corner and of course you can email us at any time at thecrenshawcornergmail.com once again thecrenshawcornergmail.com I like when you say it twice family we're on the tubes yes we're on the the tubes don't judge we actually family actually by the time you hear this particular episode it may be one or two new videos up one to twin powers activate so go to the go to youtube (laughs) where the channel is the crenshaw corner watch the videos like subscribe comment share click that notification bell to be notified when new episodes come come up yes hey bing we're gonna go with that Mm -hmm. and family as always (laughs) welcome to our journey We love you guys. Bye.